WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download that free local news app today. An autopsy has been conducted on the body of David Lee Mabry, the suspect in a Baroda murder who was found dead in his cell at the Berrien County Jail this week. Michigan State Police say preliminary findings indicate no signs of suspicious activity surrounding Mabry's death. Additionally, there were no visible signs of self-inflicted fatal wounds. The 60-year-old Mabry was found dead Tuesday. He did have previous medical issues, according to the Berrien County Sheriff's Department. State police say the death investigation remains open, pending lab analysis results and ultimately a prosecutor's review. The agency asks for patience as it works to get definitive answers in the death. David Mabry had been charged with open murder in the shooting death of 57-year-old Mary Mabry, his stepmother, on Father's Day at her home in Baroda. Supporting the censure of Congressman Adam Schiff this week was Congressman Bill Heisinga. The U.S. House voted mostly along party lines on Wednesday to formally reprimand Schiff for his actions leading up to the first impeachment of former President Donald Trump. Heisinga tells us that Schiff used his position on the House Intelligence Committee to drum up false information about Trump's involvement with Russia. He says that led to an unnecessary impeachment. Trust me, Donald Trump is no wilting lily, and he certainly is no angel. But this whole predication on his collusion with Russia, which turned out to be absolutely false, that was the basis for that first impeachment. And look at the impeachment papers and and what the charges were. It is all lined up with that. Adam Schiff knew differently and knew better, yet he chose to abuse his seat at the table and falsely float these things out. Heisinga says Schiff will not be removed from office, but had to stand there and listen while House Speaker Kevin McCarthy read the censure. He also agrees with McCarthy's decision this year to remove Schiff from the Intelligence Committee. Heisinga says such a vital committee should not be politicized. Berrien County Commissioners are hailing the latest broadband news to come to the county. Speaking to colleagues this morning, Commissioner Terry Freeling said the first bit of news is the initial approval of a Midwest Energy and Communications grant to expand broadband in southwest Michigan. As we reported earlier this week, they'll roll out high-speed internet to 5,000 homes where it's currently unavailable. However, Freeling said there's more news. Peninsula Fiber and 123Net is building middle-mile infrastructure across Lake Michigan, connecting to one of the fastest data center hubs in Chicago. They're running two trunk lines along the lake bed that will then come out in St. Joe and then also in Benton Harbor. And those trunk lines will also be accessible for last-mile distribution. The office of Senator Gary Peters announced this month the National Telecommunications and Information Administration is awarding $61 million to the Peninsula Fiber Network to connect unserved and underserved communities to high-speed Internet. It's working with 123Net to place 535 miles of new broadband fiber to connect Michigan residents, some of it running under Lake Michigan. Freeling said 123Net is an open-access network that will allow other Internet providers to use its infrastructure for more broadband rollout. Berrien County Administrator Brian DeSette will remain in his role for at least a few more years. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners today approved a three-year contract with him. DeSette was appointed administrator in July of 2020. His performance evaluation was done last year and presented to the board in January with favorable results. The board today signed off on a new contract that extends from July 1st of this year to June 30th of 2026. 
Does that tell us he's thankful? I'm pleased to see the employment agreement extended by the board. I, I look forward to continuing to work with the counties, both the elected leaders as well as the appointed staff. Does that said he's excited to continue working for Berrien County? His previous contract granted him a base salary of $142,500 per year with a percentage increase each January as long as the contract continued. His new contract grants him a base salary of $148,000 per year with an annual increase to be equal to that of county elected officials. Prior to serving as Berrien County Administrator, DeSette was the city manager of South Haven. The Berrien County Trial Court is working to ensure those who have certain criminal convictions on their records get those cleared after a state law took effect in April to give those individuals a clean slate. Speaking at today's county meeting, Commissioner Jim Curran said the administration committee has been briefed by trial court administrator Kerry Smetanka Haney on the automated clean slate system. It's basically put together by the Michigan State Police. They use the criteria that's in the law, and then they send the information down to Berrien County Court and says these are the people who apply or who are governed by the clean slate agreement. Curran said the court has so far gotten 39,000 names for the clean slate system and more coming in. I kind of use the analogy. It's like when you get your uh, records expunged on steroids, everything is going. The goal of the automated clean slate system is to help those with convictions move on and find work. Some felony convictions can also be expunged, but after a longer waiting period. Under the new state law, an individual does not have to apply to have the record expunged. It's automatic. Two juveniles have been arrested on gun charges for an incident at Silver Beach on Wednesday. The Berrien County Sheriff's Department says a deputy was on patrol at the beach about 7.15 p.m. when he received a report that someone sitting in a vehicle had pointed a gun at someone who was parking his vehicle. The deputy got a description of the suspect vehicle and stopped it in the south parking lot of Silver Beach. A search revealed two juvenile males in that vehicle were in possession of two guns. Two juveniles were arrested and taken to the Berrien County Juvenile Center on weapons charges. Their names have not been released, but police say they were from the South Bend area. Now, police say their guns were a Smith & Wesson 9mm and a Keltec 22 caliber that had been reported as stolen. The guns were taken as evidence. There were no injuries in the incident. And the Silver Beach Carousel is bringing back its annual Founders Celebration this weekend after a hiatus since 2019 due to COVID. The weekend honors Logan Drake and Lewis Wallace, who helped bring fun to generations of visitors to the Silver Beach Amusement Park. Silver Beach Carousel Society President Sue Shallon tells us uh, tomorrow will be the first open Friday of 2023, adding an extra day to weekend plans. We will have an hourly drawing beginning at 1 o'clock through our closing hour of 8 o'clock, and that will be for a souvenir sand castle and a free bag of popcorn. And so that was something that all of our guests ages 5 and above can enter for free. One drawing per person must be present to win. Should be fun. We also have some great decorations up. Challen says recorded barbershop quartet tunes will be heard throughout the weekend and the carousel is fully decorated for summer with an under-the-sea theme. Original Kitty Land rides on display will include a boat, train, a plane, and two horses from the original Silver Beach Carousel. And the Silver Beach Carousel will announce additional open days in July on its website and uh, on its phone message. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. All five on board the Titan Submersible are believed to be dead after unmanned rovers found debris from the Titan scattered on the seafloor 13,000 feet below the surface. ABC's Alex Stone is more. 
pieces of the Titan submersible have been spotted about 1,600 feet away from the bow of Titanic, including pieces of the pressure chamber and the tail cone. Rear Admiral John Mauger says it's clear Titan suffered a catastrophic implosion from the pressure of the water. I offer my deepest condolences to the families. Rovers will remain on the seafloor mapping the debris. It's unclear if the bodies will ever be recovered. Alex Stone, EBC News. Coast Guard officials said during a news conference today they've notified the families of the crew of the Titan, which has been missing for several days. The debris found during the search for the vessel is consistent with a catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber. That's according to Rear Admiral John Mauger of the 1st Coast Guard District. President Joe Biden today welcomed India's prime minister to the White House. The president called India and the U.S., quote, two proud nations whose love of freedom secured our independence, who share many common ideals. More if maybe sees Karen Travers. At a lavish ceremony on the White House South Lawn, President Biden welcomed Indian Prime Minister Modi, noting that the two leaders have spent a lot of time together over the years and have built a relationship based on, quote, mutual trust, candor and respect. Challenges and opportunities facing the world in this century require that India and the United States work and lead together, and we are. The president highlighted Vice President Kamala Harris's Indian heritage. Her mother was born in India and immigrated to the U.S. when she was 19 to pursue a career in science. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. The Supreme Court has ruled a man whose conviction on gun charges was called into question by a recent high court decision is out of luck. The court conservatives were in the 6-3 majority today against Marcus D'Angelo Jones, who was given a 27-year prison sentence for violating a federal law meant to keep guns out of the hands of people with previous criminal convictions. Jones had argued for another chance to get his conviction thrown out following a 2019 court decision, holding that prosecutors must prove people charged with violating federal gun laws knew they were not allowed to have a weapon. The three liberal justices wrote in dissent the decision produces bizarre outcomes and disturbing results. A Republican congresswoman is trying to impeach President Joe Biden, but she's getting pushback, and not just from Democrats. More if maybe she's Lindsey Watts in Washington. Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert has introduced articles of impeachment against President Biden for his handling of immigration along the southern border. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries says it will backfire. All it will do is highlight that they have no plan, no vision, no agenda. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says the resolution could discredit ongoing House investigations into the Biden administration. McCarthy says he'll refer the resolution to committees for consideration instead of forcing a vote on the House floor. Lindsay Watts, ABC News, Washington. Two relatives helped indicted U.S. Congressman George Santos stay out of detention while he awaits trial by guaranteeing his bond. That's according to court records unsealed today. The documents revealed the Republican congressman's father and an aunt co-signed the $500,000 bond that enabled Santos's release as he awaits trial on federal charges of fraud, money laundering, and theft of public funds. Santos fought to keep their name secret. Now on Twitter, Santos says he and his family had made peace with the decision. In a court filing earlier this month, his attorney said Santos would rather go to jail than subject his guarantors to media scrutiny. Four people are dead and at least nine more were hurt in a tornado that ravaged a West Texas town last night. More from ABC's Jim Ryan, who says first responders believe everyone's been accounted for. For many of the 600 people who live in Matador, Texas, a tornado shelter isn't just a luxury, but a necessity. Anthony Boyd was in his bunker when the storm hit. Five minutes after it's gone, I try to push up on the door, nothing. The door had been blocked by tornado debris. So they ended up having to bring the backhoe out. It took them about an hour and a half, but I got plenty of room down there, so it was no big deal. Boyd's home was heavily damaged. He still hasn't found his pickup truck, but he was unhurt. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas.
And America is getting older. Here's ABC's Dave Packer. New data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows the country's median age is now 38. That's eight years older than in 1980 and three years older than it was in just 2020. In fact, that's older than it's ever been. Lower birth rates are part of the reason, but baby boomers are still having an impact. Not only is that large population aging, but their children, so-called echo boomers, have now started to reach or surpass the 38.9-year-old median age. The Census Bureau pointing out that without a rapidly growing young population, the U.S. median age will likely continue its slow but steady rise. Dave Packer, ABC News. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.